all the lonely Starbucks lovers. They'll tell you I'm insane. They'll also tell you that it's Comedy Killed the Video Star and that I'm your host, Matthew Shadorn. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where we talk about the music videos that we love, hate, love to hate, or just baffle us uh, as we try to examine the strange remnants of popular culture. Every week, we have a very funny person on to discuss three videos based around a theme. Today's episode is concerned with the work of Taylor Swift. It is a great discussion about three of her videos with a Taylor Swift expert. We got Sarah Kennedy from the Tadar podcast, which if you're interested in Taylor Swift, I highly recommend checking out. And we had a lovely time discussing Taylor and all the hidden imagery in all of her videos. And it's it's a delightful conversation. And she's extremely knowledgeable. And we go down a lot of little rabbit holes. I had so much fun. I might actually reach out to the other host of Tadar, uh, Hattie Hayes, and see if she wants to be on the next episode because I kind of want to talk more about Taylor Swift. I will say I make a mistake at the end. Not a mistake. It's a it's a mistake of omission, which is that when we are talking about her video for me, that is to say me, featuring Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco, I forget to cite that the biggest influence on the look of the video is actually Jacques Demi's Umbrellas of Charbord. And I just don't want my mentions filled up with all the Jacques Demi heads out there. So all you JD lovers, I know that this heavily references Umbrellas of Charbord. It is the single biggest aesthetic reference in the video. And I totally blanked on it while we were talking about it. And we got into so many amazing topics and cul-de-sacs that just got left. So all you Demi heads out there, please don't at me. I know. All right. Don't take away my Criterion collection. Anyways, thanks everybody for listening. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review and subscribe wherever you can get it. It really helps people find the show. It helps us out. Uh, if you have any thoughts that are not related to how I forgot about Jacques Demi and Umbrellas of Charbourg, you can send them to comedykilledthevideostar at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to watch the videos uh, before, during, or after the show, the links are in the description to all the videos that we watch. So you can just find them there. It's very convenient. And as always, original music by the original Sarah Mann. Thanks. So, and let's get to our amazing conversation about Taylor Swift with the amazing Sarah Kennedy. It's all amazing. Yay. Bye. Please welcome to the show comedian and writer Sarah Kennedy. Sarah, how are oh, you doing I'm today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Thank you for for, for coming on. I, I want to talk to you about some Taylor Swift videos. Oh, right in my wheelhouse. Important <laughs> cultural cornerstone. And I know that, yeah, I know it is your wheelhouse. You you co-host a, or you host a podcast? Yeah, I co-host a podcast with a comedian named Hattie Hayes. But you co-host a, a, a podcast with Hattie called mm-hmm. Tadar, and, which is all about Taylor oh, yeah. Swift. It's, it's 13 yeah. episodes with a bunch of little mini episodes, th- because 13 mm-hmm. is Taylor's like 
like lucky number. And then also Is it? we just explore her entire career and art through a queer lens, huh. which is also my wheelhouse. So it's, it really, the stars okay. aligned in a nice way. What is the, and I guess we can probably get more into this with the, with the videos and things, but what is kind of the queer interpretation of, or like kind of the queer lens of Taylor Swift? Yeah, there's so much that, that gets to be unpacked and like looking at, because the more, the more you start thinking about it and the more you start like really listening, because people are so quick to write off Taylor Swift, you know, as a songwriter, as like an artist, and they just think she's like a pop star who started when she was a kid and she had rich parents who got her famous or whatever. But when you really right. start like digging into things and when you do it, like thinking like, what if the, the person who's the character in the song is a queer person? How does that change the meaning of some of these, these lyrics and the meaning of some of these songs? And then all of a sudden this whole world opens up about like, wait a second, what? Like, because... There's so many songs that she has right now about like needing to keep a relationship very secret and which I don't I, right. I don't think we any of the ones we picked for today are actually like that but the more you unpack no, the more there's really. stuff to see so but I also just like okay. her now in general so I'm happy to talk about her Right it, yeah. always She's a I mean she's definitely very listenable fun mm-hmm. pop that's kind of the the angle that I've really that mostly taken with her I I but yeah I until I was doing the research for this I really wasn't super into what was going on with Taylor Swift or her history or her you know i kind of dipped in like knowing about her media perception and stuff but it's yeah it is it is fascinating she's a very talented person i think yeah and it's wild to think that you could you could be not even caring at all about taylor swift but she's still kind of everywhere and then you could be the most hardcore swifty since you were like in middle school and still be able to get Mm -hmm. new stuff out of her or be excited and be involved like you can access taylor swift at any level (laughs) if you need to Right. Yeah. You cannot get away from her, though. That's that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely not get away from her. I mean, yeah, because I remember when 1989 came out, and that was like such a huge album, and that was just everywhere, and everybody was talking about. It. And then it's just like, and then there was like, there was like Ryan Adams did a mm-hmm. whole cover of the entire, which I was just like, whatever, dude. I don't and know. Pitchfork <laughs> reviewed his cover album, but not the actual album, which is like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. really? Oh my God. I do remember this because I remember this where people were just like, yeah, like, well, Ryan Adams made this great album out of. Uh, Taylor Swift songs and, and people were just like what no Taylor Swift wrote Ryan Adams best yeah. album in here and it was just like that is what has happened here don't fucking pretend like it isn't yeah and yeah it, it was just but um yeah I, I listened to that and then I was just like no I hate this <laughs> like the, the 89 is so much better easier to listen to it's so much more fun and I'm just like I don't need you Ugh, Ryan Adams oh Ryan um but anyway <laughs> he's a he's a mess he's awful so I'm glad so your history with Taylor Swift see you have the podcast what so what how long so how long have you been a, a Swift a Swift voter what do they call them I would Swifties? never be I would never consider myself a Swifty because I think that that comes with a very specific type of fandom that I'm not yeah, oh really I, I, I like her very much and I am a fan of Taylor Swift but like a Swifty is like like mm-hmm. a, I don't know it's like being in the military almost like you're like a, it's like you, have, <laughs> you got duties like it's really important you got a tour yeah. duty you re-up every five yeah, years it's, it's rough um so I but so if I were to see Swifties I, they'd be like man you ain't seen the yeah, shit I've just, seen I was there <laughs> talk to you about read through reputation it was rough um yeah so like, I was there on the reputation <laughs> tour lost some good friends that time <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm. But um, so I didn't like her for a long time. In fact, some of my first stand-up jokes were making fun of her because she was such an easy target right after the Kanye stuff happened. And I wasn't a very good oh, right. joke writer at the time because I was brand new. So that was an easy, easy. <laughs> no. Can you believe it? 
Um, and then, I know it never. <laughs> um, and then when I moved to New York, 1989 came out like right as I moved to New York. And so right. that's the most, I mean, it starts with Welcome to New York. And then you yeah, kind of have, right. I, it just matched up exactly with where I was at that time. And then it, I just felt like, okay, this is awesome. And then I, this is the whole reason why I started Tadar and why I did my one woman show about Taylor Swift in New York. I um. <laughs> well, you did a one woman show. <laughs> I didn't hear this part. <laughs> the whole, it sold I only out the and it was only supposed to be 45 minutes and I went an hour. But like, <laughs> 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 but I had this coworker who was kind of a musician also outside of work and had friends that were dancers and stuff. And one of her dancer friends knew Taylor or met Taylor Swift in some context and then told my coworker mm-hmm. like, oh, Taylor Swift is a lesbian. And th- that Carly Class model is her girlfriend. And then as soon as she said that really? to us, like on her first day of work, I scr- I was like, I knew it. I knew it. And then I like, started like pulling up files and files and files of like, this makes more sense here. And then all of a sudden this. And then like I started. Wait, did you just have like a big cork board with like pieces of red That's, string in my in like... my brain i pretty much had that because i remember there there her and that model were on the cover of vogue together and i remember being like that's weird and people don't do that and then there were just like a couple little things on the side that always kind of like i remember being like i'm gonna remember that for later but it, i don't care about it because it's about taylor swift and then as soon as she said that everything just went like shh like <laughs> all lined up and i was like oh everything it was i i always say that like it's my it's my number one conspiracy theory it's my one one that i like really will just take really yeah and then the more you see the evidence of it the less of a conspiracy theory it is and the more it's like we're just waiting on it we're just waiting for yeah you're just waiting for confirmation i yeah i i'm not familiar i'm looking at this vogue and i'm just like oh yes that is a very huh okay that's they're the only friends that have ever been on the cover of vogue it's always been married couples yeah exactly it's it's so it's wild wild huh that's very odd yeah okay because i was wondering about that because i was you know i didn't know if it, how she identified mm-hmm. necessarily as as in any kind of queer and i still don't way. think i mean that person said she was a lesbian and that's that's their label for it that we try really really hard in the podcast and every time i speak about taylor Swift to be as open to whatever that queerness is or whatever her identity is because again we're looking mm-hmm. at it like it's art and you can look at art and like literature through a queer lens she's a person sure. she's a real person too so we don't want to like... right right <laughs> Yeah, we're not outing her, outing yeah. anybody here. We have no, no evidence of this. I don't want to get doxxed by Swifties. They're gonna find me. No, no, yeah, no. Oh my gosh, no. Please, uh, please leave Sarah <laughs> alone, and also me alone. Or you know, but actually, if you want to like plug me on right. social media. No. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> please. Actually, I could use the controversy to get some more oh, yeah. downloads on this podcast. So that'd be really helpful. <laughs> yeah, I did not know about the the Carly Kloss Taylor Swift sexuality controversy, which makes okay because that was like I was uh we're not talking about this video today, but there is the one video. What's the one in the trailer oh, part. you need to calm down. You need to calm I down. I picked that one because I was like, that's a very interesting Did one. You? Especially knowing the angle I usually take with talking about her, but me is actually yeah. just as interesting so okay all right we'll talk about me well the, the video of me so actually i mean i think it's actually pronounced me, me! um <laughs> anyways uh, so that's a, okay so this is all very interesting i and uh so wait what was the what was the focus of your one woman show uh, just taylor swift or just yeah like, i mean it was your it, love it of was her like, well it was really about like this obsession with this conspiracy theory that i had and more kind of exploring it from a bunch of different angles and really kind of being like what is it why do i care what is it's like I care for a lot of reasons and then just interesting neat okay so let's why don't we talk about the videos let's get into this so the first one is You Belong With Me it's directed by Roman Mm -hmm. White it's from uh, 2009 this is still this is off the Fearless album when she was still very much a country considered to be like a country Mm -hmm. artist Mm -hmm. yeah and like well country pop 
artist and it is very much it's still like a country song and you know it starts off with her spying on cutie her boy neighbor, neighbor. Mm-hmm. cutie boy neighbor yeah who is named lucas yeah Tim? and there was like, a rumor that they were dating for a little while because they were trying to pay her up with like a lot she but this is after joe jonas and it's a whole thing it's a whole thing but like <laughs> on her shirt these like friends of hers that's like you can see yes. these are all of her friends you can see abigail's like abby's name and derek is that derek harris i don't know there's a whole bunch of people on there that were all her friends at the time and she actually rebooted that in the you need to call or the look what you made me do video she but she put new friends all over it it's very interesting mm-hmm. oh really she had, like Kara ah, so wait so the old friends are out did any of the old friends on the original shirt make the cut i think there the is there's a list where somebody literally went through like each screen grab again it's like a you oh know it's gosh. a swifty duty to go through and actually get all the details because there's so many details at first i was like why does this shirt say junior Jude? <laughs> and then i realized it says <laughs> it's like what is this at shirt and then it was oh junior jewels but also weird did anybody do this is this like a common high school thing i, I don't think i've ever uh, my brother did the powder puff football game and his jersey because he had to be a cheerleader and the girls got to play football and um his his cheerleading outfit had his friends sign up <laughs> on it so but you know mm-hmm. there's something about high school and like fabric paint it's very important they, they, they really go together <laughs> like, yeah I, I mean i i probably i mean probably other people at my high school did this i just didn't mm-hmm. have any friends <laughs> <laughs> I was like, guys, I got my Jew shirt. And they're like, Matt, Get you out. really yeah. didn't. So yeah, this... This is iconic. This is... People make fun. Like, you know, there's parodies yeah, there's... of this all over. Yeah. Is there? You can, like, if you go on, like, Giphy and you do, like, some Taylor Swift gifs or gifs or whatever, there's a lot where it's, like, people are uh-huh. responding to what she's saying and then... Ah, it's funny. But she says she she holds up the saddest I love you song. I don't know. This is weird. She I just noticed that she has like a bench that faces <laughs> his window. So she's just like sitting there. She's like, I'm looking at your window enough that I need to dedicate a piece yeah. of furniture to like stare at you she through the window. She also has three of the oldest books in print on that bench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that the Necronomicon? <laughs> so odd. This is very much, I think, in with Taylor Swift's Im- uh, image as like very goofy. Mm-hmm. Like she has this like no, she's very like uncool. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that comes through or like that's her. That's an she image wants, that she projects. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. And that comes through in like, what is it? Shake it off. Mm-hmm. The video shake it for shake it off is very much like that's the whole crux of the video is that she is not graceful like all these dancers that are in there. And uh, and here she is dancing in front of the, the mirror and he loves changing it. outfits, mm-hmm. complaining that she wears wears t-shirts and the other girl wears dresses short skirts. Yeah, short skirts. <laughs> uh, yeah and then it's like bleacher the whole the whole but it, it's also so funny uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna go from my usual take on this video i think it's very very funny that the song is like all about the other girl much more than it's about the boy like that's just a very interesting take on it and it's very country music also to be like singing about the other woman but from a like a teenager right. perspective but it's still it's just yeah. a very interesting thing to note that it's like she she knows everything about this girl and the boy just gets you thrown at him a, a, a ton and she likes his music. I will say that like for as much as she's just I'm so much more interesting than this other girl the boy is such a blank Nothing. slab of meat <laughs> with like a nice hair like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nice haircut and it's just like I'm like this guy I'm like you know she seems very interesting and into this guy this guy doesn't seem really worth her time no <laughs> like, just lives next door <laughs> yeah it's just like is it just that it's that's the most convenient guy it's just like man it's too bad her her bedroom's not on the other side of the house yeah. if the parents are smart they would have switched things up a little bit i think <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah also like did they when their parents were just like oh we should have our teenage daughter with a bedroom that faces another teenage <laughs> boy like that's no problem nope. there i can't see that becoming yeah. an issue <laughs> Very Clarissa explains it all. Also, it is. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming over in a ladder. <laughs> Here he is now spying on her, 
with her. He's just charmed by her and his her dancing in her pajamas. Just this is basically how I dress all the time now. Just pajamas. Had my friends sign this shirt before I signed on to them. Yeah. No, I just signed. I've just been forging their their signature because I haven't seen anybody in a year and a half. My COVID jewels. Yeah. So here she is reading one of her ancient tomes outside of. Is this her house? Is there a bench outside of her house now? Yeah. I think she's waiting for maybe public transportation. Oh, it's a bus. She's like waiting for a bus. That makes more sense. See, he doesn't have any friends either. His his shirt has no signatures. I know, right? What a lame guy. Get some signatures, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But he very sweetly pulls, pushes her hair out of her face, Mm -hmm. which is a real like, that's a real flirty move. When you, when there's physical touch involved in any kind, then, and especially when you're like, have this like, at this point, unrequited crush, that would be, you'd be like over the moon. I'd have a like three page diary entry about this if I was. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would just go home and be like, touch Sorry, that just got I don't even have hair to put it behind my ear, but <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. You'd be yeah. You'd be like, oh my god, like this person is like it's on, you know. Yeah. Anyways. So they're just talking and chatting and they're having a good time, and then the other woman shows. Yep, he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> and many people would say. What woman could possibly turn this man's <laughs> eye away from Taylor, Taylor Swift? Swift? I know. It's just that she's, I mean, like, because you think, you think Taylor Swift is such a beautiful, she's very, she's very tall, so tall. very, very statuesque. Mm-hmm. She's just, you know, like, what possible person could you put into a music video and be like, this person is keeping her away from Taylor Swift? Well, obviously, it is again Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift in a wig. <laughs> it is my husband. I think it's just, oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so amazing. She's living her She's just like, fantasy right now. And she just, oh, man. It. I love it's it. It's so good. It's just like, oh, okay. So it's Taylor Swift versus Taylor Swift. Like, that's the <laughs> matchup. Like, I, you know, I watch Godzilla versus Kong, but I'd watch this. I'd much rather watch this for two and a half I would hours. watch Godzilla versus Godzilla in a brown wig every day yeah. <laughs> they would make that movie i would watch it i would watch it and then they team up at the end and they fight mecca taylor swift <laughs> and the giant robot taylor swift they built to fight a mothra kanye west just kind of flying yeah. in oh we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> well, actually i think when you talk about the queer reading because it's like she's kissing this guy but she is looking at taylor <laughs> swift <laughs> she's like look at that look see that look right there that's just like look when i get when i ditch this meathead later i'm gonna come yeah. back for you <laughs> just seat in this car for you me yeah. um, like, there's also okay so carly Kloss is one of a couple rumored girlfriends that was oh my god the cheerleader um anyway <laughs> but there's also like diana agron who's like another blonde actress kind of girl and so the joke is always that taylor swift dates like doppelgangers like Doppelgang, yeah, so th- that makes like... this when you look at it through that way and you kind of look back on this video you're like good golly like <laughs> oh yeah gosh that is oh wow that's a lot that's a lot to unpack <laughs> so the thing is like the image that she projects in the videos mm-hmm. of her being this kind of goofball and kind of average person mm-hmm. is it feels very egoless mm-hmm. but then when you look at something like this where she's making herself the antagonist to herself as the only person who could match her own beauty within the video then it feels like this is the maximum amount of ego yeah. that you could master <laughs> and, and i'm know, just like so i'm like which is the real taylor no. swift i don't know and that's she's I mean, an enigma yeah like sure. all great artists there's definitely like a situation a, about that too where people there's an inauthenticity to taylor uh, all through mm-hmm. her like adolescence that she was very famous as a child um and right. then into her adulthood which is why 
that second Kanye situation where they, they recorded her on a phone call, everybody was like, that's it. See, exactly. She hasn't been honest with us. She's a, she's a liar. And, and people were like really freaking out about it. But I think these kind of situations and that kind of what they carved her out to be in the music industry through the adults mm-hmm. that were in charge of her, I think it really kind of cornered her in a, in a really weird way yeah. to have to kind of be this and kind of navigate yeah, things. I guess, yeah. What was the second? I, I forgot oh, this. Okay. I forgot that there was this whole phone call thing. I don't, I can't remember the details the first of it. One, what was it again? She gets interrupted at the VMAs, right? And then right. he's like, oh, Beyonce had the best video. I'm going to yeah, let you yeah, finish yeah. all that. Um, and then then they kind of made up and it was kind of okay. And then he apparently had called her and asked for permission to use that line where it's like, I still think me and Taylor might have sex because I made that bitch famous. And mm-hmm. he like is running it by her and she's like, yeah, that sounds great. Thanks for checking with me about it. And that's where the video ends. And so then Kim just like leaked that and mm-hmm. just broke the internet again and people started like bombarding taylor swift's social media with like snake emojis and just like it was over like she as far as like like that was like maybe even like little baby version of like whatever people now consider to be cancel culture but it like it was just it was big and weird and out of nowhere and so then Hmm. she went into hiding for a year and then she came back with an album where she was kind of like oh you want me to be this bad guy well then i'll be your bad is that reputation Mm -hmm. oh okay okay oh interesting and then it came out that kim had edited the video to not show the entire conversation and that Taylor Swift was totally right the whole time. And so then, like, last year, it all just got, like, reversed, went the other direction. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, drama. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Okay. So, so then, so wait, so she wasn't okay with him saying, like, no, I don't want you to say you well, have sex with me. He didn't <laughs> ask the full question. He definitely didn't say he was going to call her a bitch. She, uh, they had other mm-hmm. conversation during it too, where she, you could tell that she was like, why is he calling me? I don't under, we don't, we don't talk like this. What? And she was just kind of placating him. And it was a real weird, a really weird situation. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the, uh, the initial incident, <laughs> I think. But I want to get through the video mm-hmm. first. So here we are at the football game. She is a cheerleader. <laughs> well, well, brunette, brunette we'll, we'll say evil. <laughs> Taylor. That's cool. It's whoa. (laughs) Was that too far? (laughs) You're like, whoa, we're going there. Words have meaning, Matthew. (laughs) Oh, the gloves are off. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be this kind of podcast. Keep it. Um, Uh, we'll say, well, you know, antagonist Taylor is uh, is a cheerleader. She protagonist Taylor is in the in the band in the bleachers, as it were, <laughs> as it says uh, in the song. She's she's playing the I think the clarinet. There was a clarinet in her room. Wait, there's another flashback in the midst of this. She's remembering her staring at her while she drives by. I do feel like you're, it just seemed like maybe they belong together. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the fun things about about the production of the video that I read is that what's his name? Oh, I forgot his name already. Such a boring guy. Mm-hmm. Lucas Till or whatever. <laughs> Lucas mm-hmm. Till. Yeah, he played, you know, he played MacGyver oh. in a short-lived revival of MacGyver. <laughs> I, I remember. He's when, no Richard Dean Anderson. No, he's no Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> and when no. he stars on the reboot of Stargate, then I'll be a little bit more interested in him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see how he does there. <laughs> and that'd be great if he's just following Richard Dean Anderson's career. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but Richard Dean Anderson was in Taylor Swift's early videos, too. <laughs> uh, apparently, he had very uh, a lot of difficulty catching the the game winning football at the end of the uh, at the game, and that they had to shoot that many many times. Not a very good football uh, catch. Taylor was probably like, "Let me get down there and show you how to do it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's Taylor Swift in the football helmet. It's just like that. But you know what? I oh my god, I wish. See, the only thing that would make this perfect now, and now that you've said this, it's now that's all I want is that. 
she also Please plays the, the boy's part in drag. Like she is just. Oh, we should have done the man. The video for the man. She is in drag the entire video. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I have to check that out. Well, she's kind of in. Well, she wears. Well, she wears a suit and me, mm -hmm. but not really drag. I don't know. More like a. I think suit. yeah. When we get to that video, there's so much because it was the first single of the Lover era because she yeah. does things in eras, and um, the whole video <laughs> is foreshadowing for what was coming on the album because she hadn't even released a track list by that time. So you can point out like, oh, there's that, there's that one, and the suit wearing is alluding to oh man. interesting Layers. anyway so the oh is that her doing a flip that's probably a body that's double right? that wig would fly uh <laughs> It does not look like it is secure. <laughs> it is just kind of like gently resting <laughs> on top of her head in the shot. So the guy wins the Lucas Till. He wins the, the football game. But despite that, his girlfriend is talking to another guy on the How on the on the. Yeah, could she? <laughs> Poor Lucas. He has so little. <laughs> All he's got is that hair. Just an empty head to put it on. But yeah, it's uh, she's she's flirting with another member of the uh, of the team, and she's like, "I'm done with you, Lucas Till." And Taylor Swift sees this, and she's like, oh, no. "No, good Taylor Swift. I mean, protagonist Taylor yeah. Swift. Let's just call them blonde and brunette." Taylor yeah, that's Swift. the best we did. Yeah. So B Swift is very upset about this. No, because they, they both, both think it was a deal. Never mind. <laughs> Damn it. So blonde Taylor Swift, is, she sees this. She's upset. She's like, no, she, she he, he could have done yeah, better. He belongs with but me. But she, yeah, he belongs with me. Which I think is, yeah, that's the subtle uh, subtext of the song. <laughs> and, and then so then we cut to him dressed in a tuxedo. He's going to prom, presumably. Because like all great teen romance movies, it has to end at prom. <laughs> I mean, this is very much like a, it's like she's all that, but like squeezed into three minutes. <laughs> Three's all that. And you're like, uh, yeah. They, uh, uh, I mean, country music videos are not known for their subtlety. So, like, they no. usually just do a literal interpretation of what's going on every single time. Like, if you've ever seen the video for Fancy by Reba McIntyre, it literally, it literally her poor and then her being rich at the end. <laughs> yeah, epic though. It's it's good though. I I do appreciate the the narrative of the the, the video has a through <laughs> narrative, which is always which I always like, as opposed to just random images flash on screen. But she is not going to the prom. She's studying. You can tell she's studying because she's wearing her periodic table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> T-shirt, so that she's going can, like this. She's got to remember. Yeah, she's. You know, if she was really smart. She, it would be printed upside down, so she could look at it. She could <laughs> she work to school the next day, it. and then she didn't have to study. Yeah, no need to study. So she's studying, despite the fact that it's probably Saturday, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or Friday. It's at least Friday, if not Saturday. So, but uh, so she says she's studying, and he says, "Oh, I wish you were going." Oh, he's so sweet. And then she looks at the the note that she wrote before. This is, "I love you," and she thinks, "I do love him." And then she does show up at the in like a wedding dress. <laughs> And <laughs> she's not messing around. It's time to if he wants to commit, he needs to commit. Yeah, this is Tennessee. This is set in Tennessee, but <laughs> that's a, that's a literal thing. Like I knew somebody who's an extra in this oh, video because wow. they grew up in the town in Tennessee. But yeah, so she she decides to show up to the prom, and now she's taking off her glasses. See, that's the mm -hmm. key here. Is is subtly you'll notice that as she decides it, she takes off her glasses, much like Clark Kent into <laughs> Superman. If Superman put on a white prom dress, white prom <laughs> just a nice. But I can I just say Superman in a nice sleeveless number? I feel like he could do that. I mean, he deserves it. He's got all the guns. Yeah, yeah you do want to show off those guns. It would be it'd be nuts. He shows up. She shows up. She's of course the most beautiful woman now that she's taken off her glasses. <laughs> As is, is this true of all women? You just take those glasses off and it's like just. Done. I don't know. I sleep in mine. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. Oh, I also love this. <laughs> As he's walking to Taylor Swift, good Taylor Swift, evil Taylor Swift, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm going to make a political stand here, and I don't care. <laughs> this 
whore. <laughs> uh, she, <laughs> I mean, I honestly, like she, he, she pulls him aside, like as like, oh no, I want you back now that I see that some other woman is interested in you. Her prom dress is very like, it's like very low cut. It's very, it's almost like she's, I don't know what this it's, outfit is. It's meant what to be. a real housewife would wear if they were on Dancing with the Stars. Exactly. Like, okay, thank you. That's cutouts. <laughs> there doesn't have to be cutouts there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, we're just, we're doing cutouts. It's like, is it tasteful? No, but it shows a lot of flesh. <laughs> and I guess this is what I want to do. Like it's, it, it, yeah, it is. But she's very much, it's, it's also dark. It's also, you know, red, like a temptress is very scarlet <laughs> dress because she is a whore. That's what they're doing. Uh, no, but they're doing that Madonna, <laughs> Mary Magdalene kind of yeah, whore virgin yeah. kind of thing. It's like a easy narrative and it's really harmful and they're doing it with both taylor swifts so. yeah she's on both she's on both this sides is what this. shows up on taylor swift's shoulders when she has a conundrum oh my god i would love to see that it is it's because it is very much is like she's got the virginal white dress she has the the red dress which you know that as we've all learned from the song roxanne <laughs> you don't, you don't have, have to put on that red dress yeah, it's a but she did yeah uh it's trashy yeah. she's the real anyways it's <laughs> I said, I wonder who he'll pick. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe he'll pick both. I don't know. He's like, hey, let's get this. A, a Taylor Swift thruple, but two of the three are Taylor and Swift. In a perfect world, all three would be Taylor <laughs> Swift, as I've said before. But I think, you know, yeah, if you can just do, if you can make do with two Taylor Swifts, and honestly, who could? <laughs> you can, yeah, I would do that. But, you know, three Taylor Swift. Yeah. And we've already, you know, I mean, I don't know. According to your theories, <laughs> Taylor Swift only wants to have sex with Taylor Swift. She, yeah, she seeks out like-minded individuals in in style choices and <laughs> another way. So there was also a rumor that maybe she hooked up with Julianne Huff, who is uh, who's like another country singer, and she's also a dancer lady. She was famous. She's not oh, really, really famous anymore. That name uh, sounded. She's familiar. also super blonde in country. It's like I think her and Taylor and then Kelly Pickler all hosted an award show together. Okay, that's how famous they were at the time. They all at some point were equally mm-hmm. famous. Okay, but they didn't quite. Uh, all you know, can't, nobody out. can be Taylor Swift. Maybe Beyonce. So then, uh, oh, oh, she, she shows him the it. sign. It's a little early in a relationship <laughs> to be writing a sign that says "I love you." I'm just gonna say that i just it, it i mean because she does she's coming in so hot here for i mean but i guess you know what honestly they're teenagers so i'll forgive it all because like teenagers are just like blah, like zero to 100 at, <laughs> especially at prom so they do big prom yeah things. and it's prom it's but prom. oh my i also think like, he's yeah. just i know i know but he's like his, a teenage boy would see that and be like oh like the window thing cool <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> He's yeah. not gonna have his own. Yeah, but uh, but he has his yeah. own. Yeah, he has his own. I love you sign. So it's like it's like they were meant together. They. Oh my, oh my gosh! Now I get it. They belong they with each other. together. Yeah. So because they both love each other, it's so sweet. And then they dance at the prom. They don't actually kiss here. Oh, <laughs> evil Taylor Swift leaves presumably to be to have a house dropped on her somewhere. Or <laughs> actually, it would be great if she walked outside in a huff and then a bus hit her. Like, like that's what super Regina George. <laughs> reference too like there's yeah. so much yeah yeah it really yeah it is kind of like the perfect teen rom-com just, just cut down into just like the, the highlights and that's great but yeah so in addition to being egotistical in its conception and execution by taylor swift this was nominated for best female artist yeah. at the that the vmas the mtv music video awards and she beat she won and she beat beyonce's single girl well, and the thing about single ladies for, and then the thing about or single yeah, ladies rather yes i don't mean to interrupt either but i just get so excited like the thing about that she she won for the video but right. beyonce won for best album at the end of the night that she got the big award and taylor just got like the first yeah. little award and if kanye had just yeah. hung out for a yeah. second <laughs> 
he would have like Beyonce would have gotten everything she wanted, everything he wanted her to have, I guess. But he, yeah, yeah, because she won best video, mm-hmm. and but she won this qualified best female artist video, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, you're right. He didn't have to like if he'd have just sat on his hands for a few minutes, it would have been fine. But but instead, Kanye West, not one to suffer injustice in the no. world, felt like he needed to get up and say something about this, and he stormed the stage and took, and that's that famous "I'm gonna let you finish" moment that Kanye. And here's the thing is single ladies, despite messing up the name two seconds ago, (laughs) is an extreme. Like, I remember that video. That video is amazing. It's iconic. My friend Graham, he's a comedian. He's actually on the third episode of this podcast. He had a point, which is that Kanye West was right. right. (laughs) It's a better video. It's iconic. He said, you know, his point was like, you can just slightly wiggle your hand up in the air. Everybody knows exactly. Everybody knows what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. (laughs) It's like it's, you know, and this video I had completely forgotten (laughs) was the one that beat it until I was researching it today. I was like, oh, yeah, this was that video. I was like, yeah, okay. Okay, so, you know, Kanye, right. I'm not saying Kanye is wrong all that often, frankly. (laughs) He just needs to figure out how to. Well, oh, no, wait. But he did. He was the backer of Trump. You know what? I'm not going to jump on on that that bandwagon. He's wrong Mm -hmm. a lot. He's wrong a lot. Let's 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 back that up. Kanye West is wrong quite a bit. I will say this is what I always say about Kanye West, because whatever happened with that, there's like so much um, loaded on what happened between him and Taylor Swift and like historically what happens with like black men and white women when they're pitted against each other and that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm always like, you know, that happened and it was a big deal in both of their lives. And then Kanye is a very gifted artist. And that's usually where I like drop it, where I'm like, that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. No, happen. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, I've never doubted that Kanye West is a, an incredibly gifted artist. At the same time, he is a monstrous human being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that he's, he, you know, he obviously has, uh, that's not, maybe not fair. He, I think he has a lot of mental issues that he is not dealing with and he's inflicting that on everybody else. Oh yeah, I mean, man, that, this weird, like now I think forever for the rest of their lives, they're going to be kind of like attached to each other in the universe. Do you know what I mean? Because of this right. one choice that was made. But like the more that happens and the more history that they have with each other and the more that this story kind of becomes a weird life story for both of them. The more that you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, it really deals with every Western issue because <laughs> it's dealing with mental illness now. It's still, you know what I mean? It's dealing right. with politics. <laughs> it's dealing with, there's just like so much that gets like folded in on this one relationship between these two people that barely know each other but are now. Yeah. Kind of... No, I mean, but yeah. But at the same time, they're both like in this period from 09, like probably earlier for what, but like in the in the early aughts and, and through now, like they are two of the most iconic art musicians out mm-hmm. there they're both out there doing their own thing and and being celebrated for everything mm-hmm. they do and rightfully so and so yeah but it is it is weird that that at that one fulcrum point they meet and then you're right yeah that's that's insane but yeah it does it and yeah so much with race and gender and entitlement and privilege and all this yeah I, yeah you're right it's it's kind of nuts but you know beyonce had one of the greatest music videos that's of all absolutely time true I, I, mean, I think history has borne out that <laughs> on this one point, Kanye West was right. But again, I think it's I think it's also indicative of him uh, in general, which is that he's it's not necessarily that he's wrong. It's just that he's a dick. Right, the approach, the approach <laughs> leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you should it's like figure out a better way to do that, dude. I mean, it happened in 2008. If if if. 
the social media cycle was as it is now, all he'd have to do is just have a threaded tweet the next day and he'd get just mm-hmm. as much attention for it and it would probably be just as newsworthy and he would do one-eighth of the effort <laughs> that it took to make it Yeah, happen. and he wouldn't have to go on. One of the things that was so, I, I remember, is that I think the next day, that Monday, because it was like on a weekend, and that Monday, he and Jay-Z, is it Alicia Keys who do Empire State mm-hmm. of Mind? They were on the inaugural episode of the Jay Jay Leno show, oh. which was the 10 o'clock Jay Leno. What is, what is, <laughs> Do you remember this? Oh, man, this? that's probably, I think I cared more about that at the time than I cared about this at the time, because I remember being like, this is so unfair to Conan. <laughs> this is a, this is a farce. <laughs> you were like, is, justice for yeah. Conan. <laughs> you were you were going to st- storm the, the stage and be like, Jay, I'm going to let you finish. But Conan O'Brien had one of the greatest late night shows <laughs> of all time. And he was on. So before they performed, Jay Leno sat down and had like a heart to heart with Kanye West, where it was just like, you know, what were you thinking? You know, what would your, you know, your, your, what would your mom oh, say? Because his mom had just died. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Yeah, Good. and I would, yeah, I was just like, what? What is happening? And was, but then so... I, on the other end of that, there was like a like an extra or an inside edition where somebody was introduced, like right backstage at the VMAs, and they just interviewed Taylor Swift, and they were like, you said earlier that you used to be a Kanye West fan and she like nods her head because she's like still stunned because it's like right backstage Mm -hmm. after it happened and then they're like are you still a Kanye West fan and she goes well (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think it's kind of a weird question to ask like a teenage girl that just got like thrust into some weird situation it's so weird yeah you know it's it's up there it's up there with Pearl Harbor and (laughs) 9-11 great moments we all remember where we were (laughs) oh boy But anyways, it's, you know, in, in, in a world with such a fractured media environment, it's nice to have those kinds of memories of things that brought us all together. Yeah. Just like, eh. all right. So uh, any other, any final thoughts on You Belong With Me? Or? No, I mean, we could get into the idea that she just re-released Fearless so that she could own the rights to the music. Oh, yes. You, you were telling me this. Yes. What was this? So time? last, no, two years ago, like the summer of 2019, her masters got sold out from under her to okay. her. If, if, if we could, if we can talk for hours about Kanye West. I could talk for even longer about Scooter Braun, the manager for Kanye West and the manager for Justin Bieber and Demi Lovato and Ariana Grande and like big, big guy. Or he, he okay. wants to be real, real big guy. He wants to be like mm-hmm. David Geffen big, like huge. Okay. He's not really, he's just kind of a little snot. But he, with the help of like a venture capitalist firm, bought her mm-hmm. master's for $300 million from the record label that she had announced that she was leaving. And she was never, she was only offered the chance to buy them herself if she would do an album for every album she wanted to buy back. So she was kind of stuck. She would have been stuck inside her record label contract or whatever. Anyway, this gets, it gets so granular and it's really messed up. And so then he was just holding it over her and like she lost, she she couldn't even do covers on TV sometimes. They would kind of like pull back on like letting her have access to stuff that she wrote when she was like 14 and stuff big deal and it really wrecked her for a while wow. so she was like i'm gonna make my i'm gonna make those masters worth worthless i'm gonna make sure that i don't ever okay them for use on tv because she still has has like a 50 percent chance that they both have to sign off in order for that to be the case right and I'm, I'm not gonna like i'm gonna tell all my fans don't only listen to the ones that i own which are the new ones that are coming out and then now she's re-recording right. all of her albums and re-releasing them and they're like she even puts it like fearless and in parentheses taylor's version so that everybody goes and listens to the hers and then don't listen to the ones and so that that investment goes down. Um, and then at some point he sold it to some other firm who's now using them almost like an NFT where it's kind of like this this is an investment in art that goes up and down and whatever. And 
it's a big mess, but that's what she's doing right now. So that that song just got re-released on Friday in a new version, which is oh really, and it sounds identical. You say it sounds almost yeah, exactly. It, the same. That's the whole point. She I mean, she if she did it too different, people would just still listen to the old ones. So it's kind of a weird postmodern right. art conversation that's also happening, where it's like, how does this thirty-one-year-old woman sing songs from a sixteen-year-old girl's perspective? And as listeners, what does that mean when you have memories tied to the original version? I don't know. So it's it's wild. It, but. Yeah, it is also like a, a like it seems very i mean it's like it feels like a purely capital effect <laughs> because it's like oh i it's it's not about changing the quality or, or reinventing these or reinterpreting these or like as you know you could say like as a woman who's now 31 i was saying this when i was 16 like how has that changed right. uh, me as a person you know but it's like no i'm just completely redoing these verbatim so that i can just for financial so reasons, spotify will pay financial me. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so she gets that one tenth of one penny <laughs> that, that you get for every play on Spotify. Yeah, so I it, yeah, that's so weird. But yeah, man, people are are, are fucked up. I don't I don't understand how those I don't know the whole songwriting thing is. Just, a, the music just, industry is just really fraught. I can't believe she even. I mean, because she wanted to just be a little country singer and songwriter, and her parents yeah. were like, "Whatever you want." Then now she's like. <laughs> People are like not letting her. <laughs> it's, it's it's out of control now. No, but this anyway, next sorry, video, get... holy moly, because this is from 1989, which is a monster album. Right. Yes, and this is directed by Joseph mm-hmm. Kahn. Who she works with. This is Blank Space. It came out in 2014. As I, is this the lead single off of? Shake It Off came no, out first, second... and then this was the second one. But I dare I yeah, say okay. this one blew up even bigger than Shake It Off did. Than Shake It Off did. Yeah, I mean, just to get started, I just this video is epic. Like, it, it, it's, for as much as we were joking about the wigs in the last one, and like I don't really remember the last one, this one just blows it up. And there's also so many little iconic moments that happen all through this video too, and it's just like chef kiss. It's right. so good. It's I should say it's it's sponsored by American Express. She's nothing if not a good business. <laughs> Which is what woman. you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, well, good for her, but just like I don't, whatever, man. Okay. <laughs> This is like, I talked a lot about the OK Go videos. And as OK Go videos kind of expanded in scope, they're all like sponsored by State Farm. And I was like, that's... How fucking rock and roll is that? Like, you're sponsored by State Farm. Or the best is, like, one is sponsored by Morton oh Salt. It's like, okay, whatever. Can you imagine being, <laughs> like, at, like, whatever, like, at Morton Salt and, like, getting the bill from the video and being like, how many buckets did they need? Like, or what, like, whatever they use. <laughs> like, they needed how many treadmills? They exploded. Like, how many yeah. guitars? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this blows our entire water balloon budget for the whole company. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a weird thing. It also seems like a weird thing where like Morton Salt's PR team was just fishing around for like projects and they're like, okay, go is trying to do a video. Buy it. Want to get on that? Okay, go. <laughs> the best is I think the last video they put out is sponsored by a paper company. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. <their> <laughs> So American Express presents Taylor Spitz blank play thanks blank space blank <laughs> blank space. So uh, yeah, so we see this fancy very boy. fancy sports car pulling pulling up to Taylor's stately manor. This cat is apparently mm-hmm. her cat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I didn't realize this because the the this cat and another cat make an appearance in mm-hmm. me. It's Olivia and Meredith. What? Her cats are named Olivia Benson, like the de- detective Olivia Benson, and Meredith Gray, like Doctor Meredith Gray from Grey's Anatomy. So SVU and Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> she's named her cats after that. And oh then, wow, that I don't know if that's I don't know. I I say that that might be sad, but then my cat's name is Commander Cisco well, after Benjamin Everybody, Cisco yeah. of Deep Space Nine. So it's like I was like, what kind of sad person? <laughs> 
person only watches TV and has names are oh no I did it I did it Taylor Swift is a fan <laughs> like mind. she writes like fan fiction songs sometimes do you know like she did the whole soundtrack for the Hunger Games because she's obsessed with the books no. and she was like please let me do this and so she wrote these songs that are like about the Hunger Games before she, but I mean like as it's like a fan fiction song about she did it on spec <laughs> I'm right pretty sure she did and then she got to like build the rest of the album with all of her friends and songs that she thought kind of matched up with the vibe uh-huh. she does it she does it <laughs> wait did they use it for the oh, movie yeah. oh yeah okay I was, I was gonna say it seems like weird that they would not <laughs> but like, I don't know. <laughs> they were like oh Taylor we're going to a different direction here oh. <laughs> It's like, who's the guy? Neil Diamond. Do you know Neil Diamond just wrote an E.T. song because he just loved E.T.? I am very into this. I want to make a whole, like, we should make a Spotify (laughs) playlist of just, like, fan fiction songs. That's great. Uh, You can check it out. It's called uh, Turn On Your Heart Light. Oh. uh... (laughs) (laughs) It's blowing my mind. This is great. All right. It's like, at this point, we paused the podcast (laughs) so that Sarah could go find (laughs) Turn On Your Heart Light by Neil Diamond. Immediately. I'm out of (laughs) here. Oh, God, she left. Okay. But anyways, yeah, I didn't realize that her cats were such a big part of uh, her life. I respect that. These are adorable Scottish Mm -hmm. fold cats. And if you've never seen a Scottish fold cat, I highly recommend Googling it and just enjoying the adorable, just inbred (laughs) nature of these cats. They're, yeah, I mean, it it is, it's basically, they're the... um, This is the pug of cats. It is very much, yes, exactly. That's that's a perfect way to put it. Actually, have you ever seen the ones with really stumpy legs? I love those too, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> I forgot what they're called. They're the Welsh Apparently they're really cats. funny because they try to jump oh. as high as a regular cat, but they can't. Oh, God. That's wonderful. <laughs> Big cat fan. That's Anyways. Cool. Yeah, no, I love cats. I'm I'm really like, well, we just got two new cats last year because my cat mm. passed away. But I was just like, I really want a mancoon. I really want a giant. Big like, boy. I want a yeah. cat that will will be 30 pounds. <laughs> I can ride into town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm king of Oxford on my <laughs> giant cat. Anyway. Make a tapestry of you. That'd be great. Yeah. That's All right. Sorry. We're way off topic. <laughs> so the handsome guy, he's just a male model. I was like, oh, is this an actor? I don't know. Uh, uh, but he's just a mo- he's just a model. Anthony from Queer Eye auditioned to be this boy and he didn't get the part. But then he's in. You need to calm down because he's a oh. Well, it all comes around. She has horses in her bedroom. That seems weird, She's a country right? Country girl at heart. You can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of her bedroom. So <laughs> you can't take the horse out of her bedroom as much manure as it leaves. <laughs> Is I wonder if it's one of those things where it's like cows can't go downstairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So maybe horses got, can't go downstairs. So it's like time. she took it up to the bedroom once as a joke. And now she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, the second floor is where the horses live now. <laughs> so she has this estate, which is completely empty. I would think she'd have one or two servants. But maybe that's the mark yeah. of a good servant is that you're uh, you're not seen when you don't need to be seen. Where she just wanders around in a series of escalating gowns. Mm-hmm. They just can. Yep. See, right just there. More she just switched. And more. Yeah. Every shot. It was like I was at some point I was just like, wait, every shot. It's a different gown. <laughs> It's kind of impressive. Pretty amazing. And the, I mean, the whole song and the whole video is just super satire about like, because people were saying she was dating too many boys at the time. And, you know, she mentions that in Shake It Off too. But like, yeah. then, oh, and yeah, see, and like this point right now, everything is good. And then it, like, this is the switch where it goes like. What do you mean? Because oh. she's about to just lose it on this Oh, guy. right, right, right. Yeah. Because uh, not only were they saying that she dates too many boys, they were also saying that like when they break up, she writes songs about them. She's a bad, she's like a crazy ex, like that kind of stuff. And so this whole video is to make fun of that. I'll admit, I didn't realize that when, when I first listened to the song i was just like this is not oh okay i can now so here she is i this is this guy rocks mm-hmm, a cape mm-hmm. very well I, not a lot of men can wear a cape but i love that he showed up and yeah. he was like cape cool no problem <laughs> yeah all right well hey you know what i'm a male model i can do whatever i want <laughs> three doberman pinchers not too yeah. many 
you know, the when you have an estate that big, you need dogs to protect them. You need to, you know, and I feel like this, the, I mean, I don't know about Taylor Swift personally, but the character that Taylor Swift, the character of Taylor Swift in this video is someone who says release yes. the hounds. Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. It's like, that's such 1989 sunglasses too and everything. She's just full. Because she also has, I mean, her family's well off. She's uh -huh. not this rich. Do you know what I mean? She's not like Kennedy rich. And she, right. she dated one of the Kennedys for a while. And really? That was one of her like beards or boyfriends that they kind of set her up with and then she got to like out of it she got to buy this amazing house in rhode island which is you know a great deal but so mm -hmm. i think she has this kind of like her american dream is now kind of at this point i think she's kind of notched it up a little bit to be like i wish i was old titanic rich you know like i wanted to be like oh i see and so i think there's, there's a little bit of that in this video she too. wants to be american mm -hmm. aristocracy mm -hmm. i honestly i thought this was shot in britain i looked this up because i was like oh this must be like one of those stately homes that like dot the countryside of britain and and, you know they're fucking mm -hmm. insane and, and offensive to everybody uh and i was like oh no this is in yeah. long island they shot this you in can long go island to it. this is like an american yeah. you can just go you can go to no i should have i should have when i was in new york because it's like a, a weekend trip that you can take in new york is just to go to the blank space castle but yeah you know. yeah yeah and, and like here I, I have a friend who lives in the same town as downton <laughs> abbey so i could just go whenever <laughs> i want <laughs> If I want, I don't. I love that this is in Long Island, though. It's very um, Gatsby, which also Taylor Swift has oh, an yeah. obsession with the great Gatsby. She references it constantly um, after this point. Really? She talks about it in Reputation. She talks about it in Lover. She always is constantly talking about the great Gatsby. Huh. Do you think she feels bad that she wasn't in that bathroom in the movie? Well, yeah, I don't know what she could have. Yeah, I don't. She might. I don't, she'll, she'll figure out some way to do her own version of it or whatever. But And she'll play all the parts. Mm. Did she? <laughs> oh, my gosh. If only. Do you think this would be better if she played the male part in, in this? Video, too. video i don't think she was ready for that either this is her this was such a strategic move for her to try to break away from her country kind of chains shackles right and then so she had to be pretty strategic about how she was portraying herself and the persona that she was putting out yeah so. mm. this is very much glamorous this is not the kind of every girl image of the or the girl the literal girl mm -hmm. next door of the previous video you know this is very much like i mean here she is frolicking <laughs> in a garden in an insane gown that also she brings up gardens a lot too and there's there's a lot of meaning. There's so many. She she references things repeatedly in a way that makes it like thematic uh -huh. through her work, which is really interesting. And garden is one of them. So it's really interesting that you point out that she's running through a garden because I had never considered that. And now I want to add it to my other like annals. <laughs> So, to the yeah. corkboard with the string. <laughs> yeah. People can't see it, but she's got an insane corkboard behind her. Uh, yeah, I, Sarah, I have so much red yarn. I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. So, well, you buy the red yarn. You can't buy just a little bit of red yarn. So then you have to buy all this red yarn. And then that makes why you, look do you crazy. Think, yeah. That's why it looks Why do you think that is? Follow the money. Follow the money. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It turns out they're in the pocket of big, big red, red yarn. yarn. <laughs> So here she is in a in a hallway of portraits of the same dude. Is it the mm -hmm. same dude or is it all ex-boyfriend? Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I wish that this ended with her kicking him into a basement that was full of <laughs> other old <the> skeletons of... <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I mean, but yeah, it's, this is so campy. It's mm -hmm. very fun. She's she's playing up this like crazy girlfriend tropes, and uh, it is very much this. This does seem very Gatsby. Him and the on this little picnic here, eating those shocky mm -hmm. hearts. Nobody I likes love those hearts. hearts. <laughs> I you love, love those hearts. Really? I, whenever people are like, I hate these. I'm give them, send them to me next time you get some. My address is just okay. give them. <laughs> <laughs> send chunky hearts to Sarah Kennedy, Carol. P.O. Box. <laughs> yeah, just just send them to General Delivery in Albuquerque. <laughs> they'll, they'll get to me. Don't worry. <laughs> they'll yeah, get I'll to you. See you. <laughs> they know who they go to. <laughs> the people at the post office, they know at this point. <laughs> 
another envelope oh, full God. of chalky hearts. I'll put that in the pile for Sarah. <laughs> a huge amount. Yeah, anyway, so now she's bugged with him because he's on his phone. He's on his oh, phone, thing. probably talking to some other girl. She's shoving him around, which is not cool in any no, relationship. She gets a little relationship. Don't get physical with your relationship. He's so he's modeling and, the hell out of this scene. <laughs> he's not acting really good. I know. He's right? modeling really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. For a guy who's getting just mercilessly yelled at by his girlfriend, he's just looking sharp in that <laughs> rugby shirt. <laughs> also, that I don't know if you've noticed, Taylor Swift, and whether or not this is because she plays guitar or for whatever reason, she does not have like long fingernails. So that scene where she like grabs that guy's face, I'm like, he is in no danger. There's no, there will be not a scratch on him because she just keeps them so short. I'm just going to paw yeah. you to death. I love this where she's laying next to the fireplace, mascara running down her face, <laughs> cheetah print dress. I never noticed this until I just paused it right now. There's oh, yeah. a deer in this room. <laughs> it's easy to Why? miss. I... <laughs> it is very easy to miss. It's it's like, have you ever seen that thing where it's like you're supposed to focus on people passing a basketball and then like a man in a gorilla suit wanders through? This is like, yeah, you're so focused on Taylor Swift that you're like, there could be anything in the background there. <laughs> so like, let's just throw a deer in for fun. <laughs> so a deer's wandered into the house. The house is as wild as it she is. is. Oh, she drops um, his phone it. in the... That's not, that's Rude. not cool. This is modeling bad behavior. <laughs> so I love she's sitting next to this fireplace and she punches the mantle. And do you notice that the the stone yeah, cracks yeah it's like she is boom like she just stabs it and then there's shards of, of stone everywhere I'm like holy shit what is happening so, she, so like taylor swift is some kind of supernatural being he, he, has, yeah she's not messing around and he messed with the wrong he girl did. he very much did she's slashing his photo she's got she does good mm -hmm. crazy eyes mm -hmm. in this i will say she does the the crazy eyes really well the woman scorn mm -hmm. she plays that well she cuts up his shirt <laughs> which i kind of love another mean girls reference <laughs> this yeah cutting the nipples <laughs> out of his shirt mm -hmm. So good. But, you know, he makes it look good. I'm like, oh, is that a look that, okay. Well. If the male models are doing it, I'll uh, do it. Yeah. Also, she cut paper dolls into his shirt, which <laughs> that must have taken hours. I'm like, this lady is crazy. I didn't think she was crazy before, but this paper doll thing is just a level of commitment I was not wow. expecting. <laughs> and his pants fall down. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> the timing on that, I will say, as a comedian, is oh. perfect. I love it. I love his. I love he's unfazed <laughs> by it. I also love that he looks good in shorts, and that's that's a rare thing for a man. And I think this guy, handsome dude. Oh wait, I feel like now I gotta look this guy's name. I forgot his name now. Let's see. What's the Woolworth estate? Mm -hmm. Oh wait, this was one of the funny things I saw. The director took inspiration from Stanley Kubrick's 1971 film A Clockwork oh. Orange. Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you probably got I, that. I really, you could really see it on the screen. Um, I, I wish yeah. he would have leaned it, into that more, just to see her dress like a droog <laughs> and like. Yeah, well, she would beat him to death with right. a giant penis yeah, sculpture. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want out of this video. No, but apparently, like, there's very symmetrical framing. His name is, oh, wait, Sean. Oh, shit, I just looked at it and I forgot. Uh, Sean O'Pry. Mm. Sean O'Pry. Good work, Sean O'Pry, at being very handsome. <laughs> conveying handsomeness very well here she's throwing whoa she's throwing clothes some of them are already on fire <laughs> off of her balcony not even like i thought she was throwing them into a bonfire and i i misremembered this but she's just they're already set alight here she's with an apple i wouldn't no, eat no, that no, apple no, if no, i were no. you sean <laughs> like that's a trap here he is it seems like he's tied up mm -hmm. At mm -hmm. one point, this is very Fifty Shades of Grey. Interesting, I think, but like a maybe not. And Fifty Shades of Grey was a fan fiction of Twilight that got retooled a little bit to just be a, its own novel. Right. So it's this whole web of <laughs> fandom. <laughs> 
random pop culture. Uh, do you think Taylor Swift ghost read it under E.L. James? <laughs> no, the lady who actually wrote Taylor it is Swift. wild. That, that's a whole story yeah. for another podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into my erotica podcast. <laughs> this is going to be my guest. So she feeds him a, uh, mm-hmm. a poison apple, which she then spits out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, so she smashes up this car, which I was like, oh, in a lesser video. So you can tell the, the budget for this because they really mm-hmm. do fuck up this car. And in a lesser video, it would be implied that right. she's fucking up the car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that, you know, but they're like, no, 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 absolutely no way can you even scratch this car. It. It's costing us $10,000 a yeah. day to rent. It is very expensive. And they were just like, no, we'll just buy it and destroy it. So I'm not a car guy. I don't know what this seems like. Taylor Swift is a car guy. guy. She loves cars. She's really, she's got really fancy really? ones. And she like, somebody did a breakdown of every time she mentions cars in her songs. And she talks about them constantly. Really? <laughs> yeah. So many interests, Taylor yeah, Swift. Very... <laughs> I can see why people would be so interested in her because she's got a panoply of interests <laughs> that you can then dive into. So it's like, she's like a node that you go in there and then it just like branches <laughs> off in every direction. So you like cats, cars, gardens, the great Gatsby. <laughs> It's just everything. I don't know where she has the time for this, I, but she really is into all those things. Well, I mean, you know, I guess when you're Taylor Swift, you probably have a lot of spare time. You probably get to dictate your own I schedule, hope. right? Yeah. Um, so. If you got if you got enough time to completely re-record an album that you want, you got recorded, time to clean, lady. Uh, I think that's how. Yeah. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing; she doesn't have to spend any time cleaning. <laughs> it's like we have a cleaning lady come in once every other week to just vacuum, and it's just like. It's a life changer. So I couldn't imagine like having that staff 24 hours a day. I can imagine how much I would get done. Get a fourth podcast going. <laughs> she stabs a cake. Don't eat cake in bed. That's just a good rule, I think. <laughs> but she stabs a cake, which blood. then shoots yeah, out it's chocolate. chocolate. It's very, it, it appears to be It's blood. a very yeah. liquidy chocolate. It's like, if you, if you look at it, it just like explodes with chocolate. So you're like, what cake is this? I've never had a cake that was that gushy, you know? It's, it's like if Gushers made a cake. <laughs> Anyways, continue the fuck. She's now, it seems like subdued this man. Like, he <laughs> might be dead. It's a very real chance. <laughs> if he doesn't drive off at the end, it, see, but again, in, in my version of this video, what I would have pitched to Taylor, I'd be like, T.S., let me, <laughs> let me give you this idea. He's subdued now. Now you drag him into the cellar. <laughs> Now's the time. You unlock the door and you toss him in, and there's like six other guys in there with various lengths of beards and some skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it goes I bet well that's what this. she pitched, and they were like, okay, let's take this back. Can I just say, there's this one shot for just like two seconds of her standing on a yeah, horse. That is wild. I, why? It, it's so why? difficult. Yeah, it's that like, what? didn't have to happen. It's dangerous. It's, it's not nice to yeah. the horse. It's... That that probably that shot probably took half a day to set up. <laughs> Maybe I just thought it was like they did it with special effects, like they inserted the horse oh. later. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can kind of see, I and mean, the horse is kind of inserted all over yeah. later. But how they get her? To, I don't know. You're probably yeah. right. It just it's such a weird choice though. It's just like just like we want a shot of you on a horse. <laughs> so like standing on the horse? No, Taylor, just riding the horse. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I want to be on the horse. I'm gonna be standing on the horse. Like it goes ground horse you. <laughs> yeah. Let me draw a diagram of what I want to do. <laughs> um, so that's me on the horse. Horse, and then can the horse ride around? Mm-mm. Absolutely not. That is, the horse <laughs> cannot move. That is, a, that is an insurance liability. We cannot come. <laughs> I loved Taylor. So there's a shot of her about to, to chop down this tree, and then it cuts away really fast. And my immediate thought is just like, oh, to watch Taylor Swift <laughs> chop down a tree. <laughs> I can't imagine how that's going to go because she looks like she weighs like 98 yeah. pounds. It's like she's not. No, I, I'm surprised she can even hold up that axe. That's really. Yeah. And then, of course, the next shot is her just flailing with this axe, <laughs> which is like, OK, that feels more true to life. 
This is exactly what you want. And then here, poor Sean driving away his his messed up car. I love oh. the additional touch, that, like a hubcap yeah. flies off while he's driving. And then a new boy. <laughs> and then a new boy, like immediately, not even like, not like next scene, new boy shows up. It's like she has a service where she's like, and which I imagine rich people do, that where you just call somebody up and says like, yes, please send a boy around. But that's what, that's the best part about the satire of this song. And like, that's kind of the, the if we're yeah. going to do like a queer Lindsay thing about it, that's what the joke is of this song is she literally like next one like there's a service that she is providing and then they are providing and like it's a <laughs> yeah yeah that's so weird i find the whole weird like this isn't something i realized until recently but it's just like there's all these like celebrity couples that just do these like yeah. fake relationships as like pr moves and i think i first heard about it when it was like when she was dating mm-hmm. tom hiddleston oh, God, the worst one and they were like this is <laughs> that's the worst what? one of the ones because it's so clearly pr <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i was like oh I love I love him. no he's great he's great their relationship was just a mess because he goes like too excited about it and like not he didn't fall apparently they send out a whole binder full of things that you're supposed to keep in mind when you're a taylor swift boyfriend and oh my god like there's all these blind items about his like that he would show it off at parties like this is what taylor swift people told me i had to do to be her boyfriend <laughs> but i mean i feel like honestly most of us like would love to have a binder that yeah. they could hand out at the beginning of a relationship <laughs> mine is just binders full of women. but most of us don't have the kind of yeah we don't have the kind of power to do that right like if you could just sit down at a first date and be like oh by the way just uh-huh. reach into my bag here and there's an index oh. in the back if you need it that's right it is mandatory reading <laughs> mandatory. Um, I thought this was the same oh, guy no. the first time I watched this because <laughs> they are very interchangeable dudes. Yeah, that's about right. They, that's probably why they gave him a different <laughs> yeah. car because they're like, if we don't They'll give him a different never car, get it. <laughs> people will never get it. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is very funny in the context of the more I learned about Taylor Swift, the more I was like, oh, this yeah. is hilarious. And this is very uh, fun. Did you watch the, the, uh, the blank space experience no, from uh, 300? Yeah. I, w- I got really into when Reputation came out, there was a whole bunch of like direct TV supplemental material. And I watched all of that, but I didn't watch it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Except for her video where she sends Christmas presents to fans. Have you ever seen? If you get a chance to, I, no. I, people cry watching that video. It's wild. She just picks people at random and then learns all about them and kind of stalks them on the internet and then sent them a huge box <laughs> of Christmas presents, hand picked, hand written, hand like she took it to the post office herself to like ten fans or whatever. Really. Yeah. Wow. Do you get to see the yeah. fans open it? And then, like, it's it's oh, wow. just really... And you just see them, like, start bawling because she's also written them, like, handwritten letters that were like, I just really think it's so sweet how you are with your nephew. Like, it's 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 weird that she's been internet stalking all these people, but she's being very thoughtful right. and, like, giving them really nice things. Yeah. But... <laughs> are they, like, upset? Like, like why does she know this much about me? Because, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the thing is, like, you could normally internet stalk somebody, like, by kind of looking through their Facebook or Instagram, but, like, she's a very rich person. She could do some very serious digging yeah. into your life. She could have a, like a team of people who's helping her out with that, like really yeah. going into it. Yeah. It's like he, she's got detectives going through the garbage. <laughs> she's way too much. You know, it's, it's like, I hope someday you get to connect with your secret what? brother. It's like my secret, my secret brother. Who? What? Like, anyway, here's a teddy bear. How does she know? <laughs> Anyways, any final thoughts on Blank no, Space? amazing. It's, it is. It's, uh, it is. It's a real yeah. feat. It's I think it great. covers a lot of ground for her. So yeah. Good. I was looking at the dates on these. These are all exactly like five years apart. So it's kind of interesting to kind of see the evolution of her from 
20 to 30. Yeah, definitely. So but yeah, and I, I think that, you know, the, the idea that she got so much flack for dating as a woman in her 20s yep. is like, what the fuck? Like, what, who gives a shit? Like, she's in her... She's what? really good about calling that out now, too. She's like, I cannot believe people said this about me when I was a young person in their 20s dating like a regular young person yeah. in their 20s. I was told by my Absolutely. publicist that this was what normal girls in their 20s do. And <laughs> I still got in trouble for it. <laughs> that sounds weird when she's like, I was told <laughs> I was told by my publicist this is what the human, human girls girl do. Acts in such a way. Um, <laughs> she courts the male, correct? <laughs> because the male does not interest and me as the much as to the, the male? No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> now we drain the male's blood. No, 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 Swayla. No, 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 Taylor, Taylor. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Anyways, that's hilarious. But yeah, I mean, it is, it's the shittiest thing. It's like, the sh- like looking back, it's like, oh, Christ. Like, yeah, people were not, that's not cool. They started out being like, oh, she's blonde haired Taylor. And then they were like, oh, no, she's more like the brunette Taylor, I guess. Like, Was she evil Taylor all along? Mm. Mm. Do you think if she like just dyed her hair brunette, people would lose their minds? She loves to go brunette in videos. One of the ones I didn't pick from 1989 is Wildest Dreams. And she has a real like Elizabeth Taylor vibe for that. It's also set in Africa, but there's not a single black person in the video, which is like, it's a real issue. (laughs) It's one of her worst, like, knocks yeah. against her. The tone deaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also um, uh, Shake It Off. Oh, Shake It Off. Yeah. And she's got some very cringy dancers that she's, like, kind of, like, in awe and thinks that it's, like, such a, like, a... Yeah. yeah it's... It's not, not good. good. It's 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 a it's like oh no 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 no. <laughs> so the final video we we are discussing here is the most recent. It is me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Me. It's me featuring Brandon Yuri of Panic at the Disco. Which I'm not saying that he's a Panic at the Disco. The video mm-hmm. is saying he's at Panic at the Disco. Everywhere that this is written down, it is only written down as Brandon Yuri of Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. And they never say <laughs> featuring Panic at the Disco, and they never just say Brandon Yuri. Even though the year this came out, he had one of the biggest. I mean, Panic at the Disco had one of the biggest albums. And everybody knew who Brendan, Ye- but they have to. And people will even say it when they're introducing the video. They'll be like, "Me featuring Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco." And it's like, do we need the full every time? Isn't Panic at the Disco kind of just Brendan Urie? It Yuri? used to be a two guy thing, and then now it's I yeah. think, just him. Yeah, so it's just like, so just say one or the other. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand here. I was, I felt very. I was like, whose choice is this? Is that his choice? Because he's like, I want to make sure we're forefronting my brand, which is my band. Or is it Taylor's people's uh, decision? Because they're like, well, otherwise people won't know who he is they'll be like brandon urine what's this guy and uh or i think i keep saying brandon actually it's brandon, brandon. yeah see? pretty important then <laughs> yeah yeah i guess it's like oh panic in the t- okay fine yeah, whatever but yeah so this is uh this is actually directed by dave myers and taylor swift yeah. this is really i mean Big, so this lover era was really her because number one first album outside of that record label so she owns everything right. from the bottom up on this album so for her to say directed produced starred written by whatever taylor swift it's a big deal to her in this yeah, era. Okay. Is this her director is this her directorial debut? I want to say yes cuz I know she didn't do she didn't do anything for like she didn't do delicate or in game or anything from the first cuz she was still with Joseph Kahn and had him do it for most of those mm. ones but I couldn't. Don't quote me. Wait, no, this no, podcast no, no. lives forever. It'll be the reason why I get kicked off of SNL. <laughs> oh no, she's directed. She directed several other videos. Because yeah. oh. after this, she does. She helped direct. You need to calm down. And she directed the man. So this is mm-hmm. me, or this video is me, rather, or the video is called oh. me. I don't. This is. <laughs> it's very confusing. This is such a big deal. The snake exploding into butterflies. Because, so, so um, yeah. So this is you know this the snake. I guess was a big imagery in the previous mm-hmm. album, correct? Mm-hmm. And here. The snake, as a classic symbol of transformation, transforms into or explodes 
into a bunch of butterflies, which is how butterflies are made. Well, yes, we all know we all took science. Um, <laughs> a snake will form a cocoon and then explode into butterflies. It's also really important to note that this this snake only has one eye, and I don't. It's it, that the snake what? only that the, there's only one eye on this snake. There's not two oh, eyes weird. on the snake. Why? No, there's a there's a huge conspiracy theory about that, but we do not have time to go into it. <laughs> but it's just also very this, very notable. Is, is this a uh, pink one eyed trout? I know that's what it, that's not the conspiracy theory about it, but that is definitely a joke that could be made about it. So yeah, I mean. Say, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like I was also like, was this meant to be watched in 3D? Because this snake comes yeah. right at you, it's, uh, and I'm like, be. am I not getting the full IMAX experience of Taylor Swift's me? Like, was I meant to watch it in midi? Like, go to the science center and watch this on IMAX someday. <laughs> someday, Ugh. when lockdown's done, we'll finally see the uh, Taylor Swift in the full three-fourths frame ratio up on the big screen, <laughs> the two-story IMAX screen, the 3D glasses. So, wait, I. Can you just briefly tell me what the conspiracy is? I need uh, to know. So the graphic designer who designed the Reputation album cover art and a lot of yeah. the supplemental art that's with it is known for doing a lot of Photoshop art. And so there's mm-hmm. one picture of her where she's kind of like covering up her eyes like this. And people say that if you go like this on the eyes, that it's not her eye and it's somebody else's. And then if you actually look at the actual the physical CD of the thing, it's just that part of her eye that's been cut out and then just mm-hmm. replicated all over. Like you're supposed to dig into it more and it's like an easter egg for something and so people like there's a lot of weird references in like in this in-between time where she'll take pictures or she'll cover up this part of the eye or something like that like it's maybe leading to something bigger Mm. and a lot of i mean the real conspiracy theory is that they think that it's carly's eye and if you look you can take it out and you can put it on a carly class picture and it looks like it matches up perfect but again again taylor swift and carly class are nearly identical human beings so like it's not really say very much but then to have the snake show up like this is just very very strange uh, so okay. it was just it's just okay. notable yeah. anyway. sorry i didn't mean to waste a lot of red thread on that so i'm just unspooling it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he explodes into butterflies and then we we pan up to this apartment where everyone is speaking okay French. this you need to like okay so there's so much in this because number one the first thing he says is please calm down which is a reference to yeah. the next single which is you need to calm down then right. she's got a christmas tree here in the background and this was the same right. album cycle that her song christmas tree farm came out around the holidays because she grew up okay. in the Christmas tree farm. I've heard, yeah. And then, okay, now you can press play. There's just, there's so much that's about what's happening during this cycle. Okay, and then, oh, yeah, her pretty kitties. <laughs> so she's got oh, Olivia just, and Meredith here. Adorable cats. And then she gets her third kitty, Benjamin, later in the video. He's a very right. sweet boy. Little. Wait, but does, to your knowledge, does Taylor Swift speak French? No. And I think you can tell. <laughs> there's some behind the scenes. There's when she goes like, I am calm. And she says like, je suis calm. They had to do that a thousand times because she kept saying it like Jay Sweet Calm. Like she was like almost like a like a hog call. Like sweet. Like sweet. <laughs> Just a wee calm. <laughs> Actually I had to look that up because I was like, is calm the French word for calm? <laughs> And it is. I, uh, so kudos to them. I was just like, but yeah, I was like, this is definitely done phonetically, right? <laughs> like this is like not... the way that they used to give Jackie Chan English lines. They'd be like, just yeah. just say this. <laughs> What's it mean? Done there. Yeah. <laughs> not why people are here. <laughs> so here's her cats. They're adorable. Yeah. And then, okay, the next shot right there. Pause. Oh, so there's a picture Wait, of oh. the Dixie Chicks. Oh yeah, you see them. that better. Oh yeah, in a different. I'm sure that they're like really trying to bring it home. Yeah, there's a Dixie Chicks, and yeah. the rest of them are just like chicks and like sunglasses. 
glasses and stuff. Just all chick. Over, yeah, I thought. Well, yeah, because there's like because of the line. There's a lot of cool mm-hmm. chicks out mm-hmm. there, and then he's standing in front of a, a wall of just <laughs> chicks of like literal chickens. And then I was just like, oh, who are those? Oh, are those uh, I didn't know who that was at first. And then I looked it up, and it was like, oh, the Dixie Chicks. And I was like, that's funny. <laughs> and I thought they, she was just doing it as a joke. But then I guess she did do some work with Natalie Maine. Uh, on this yeah, album, there's a song or... about her sick mom that the Dixie Chicks do. I guess now they're just the Chicks because they took the Dixie out of it to be respectful. But um, oh, yeah. they do background vocals for it on this album. So cool, yeah. cool little Easter egg. I like the Dixie Chicks. Too. You ever seen that documentary? Yes, it's my favorite one. Shut up and oh, sing. God, it's so, so good. good. It is so amazing. I love that. Ugh. Anyways, if you haven't, anybody who hasn't seen it, go watch Shut Up and Sing. It's amazing, and you'll have a whole new respect for the Dixie Chicks. And it's <laughs> wild what happened to the music and like the country music industry after that. They they became like cautionary tale about being too political or being out or being anything. Like they were just literally like, you do not want to yeah. go too far because then you'll get Dixie chicked and then going to happen to your career. And people would be like, okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Won't do that. I, I love them because they were very much like, oh, this is our political opinion. And if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, then goodbye. Or... And the whole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole next album is just about like, fuck yeah, all y'all. It's so <laughs> like, good. There's like, I forget what the name of the album is, but like there's a song on there that's like not ready That's to make it. nice. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, we're just like, yeah, we're not we're not going to apologize for shit. So awesome. good. Anyways, but we're not here to talk about the Dixie Chicks. We're here to talk about Taylor Swift. Uh, so she goes outside and then she switches it all oh, yeah. on. Just like, which is a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little upset well, by I this. Mean, to juxtapose it with blank space, it's kind of amazing that she's still, I mean, that this is the, this is a version of that crazy eyes kind of thing, <laughs> like where she's trying yeah. to do that on purpose, but it's, um. It's, it's very like when you see the like show mom shows and they're like, they're like, okay, time to turn it on. It's magic time. And then like they go from being really sad to just like, she just like, now she's lighting up a room and it's just like, oh no, that's not what something Mm-mm. we should do. <laughs> but I feel like she's playing it up too, which is kind of fun. But I mean, the whole thing is, is, you know, very, uh, again, very mm-hmm. camp and very over the top. There you go. Yeah. Here's and here's all the chicks. Yeah. All the cool chicks. Oh, I didn't realize they had sunglasses yeah. on. That's funny. <laughs> They're cool. They're cool chicks. <laughs> cool chicks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's like asked and answered. This is exactly what it says on the tin. Just a bunch of cool chicks. Uh, and then the Dixie chicks. She goes in this lobby. Okay. The rent on this place must oh, be insane. Yeah. <laughs> Worse than the castle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, this is, and I guess it's in Paris. I think it's meant to be. It's all set in Paris. Sort of, because you'll see in the background, there's like the Capitol building from Washington. And then like Big Ben is in the background too. And then also there's like a whole bunch of stuff. So this is in the city from Babe too. Yes, that's actually perfect. Where it's just like every city in the world. (laughs) What if I was like, actually, she's a huge fan of Babe Pig in this. And it shows up in a lot of I would not be surprised. You'd be like... I would love that. I'd be like, oh, that explains that pig that ran through halfway through the video. I remember that. And then the the monkey dressed like a bellhop. Okay, this all makes sense now. I, that would be amazing. She's like, oh, yeah. And she wrote a whole album of just like songs yeah. for Babe and Babe 2. She's trying to get George Miller to come back for Babe 3. I don't know. Anyways, so she's there's a bunch of clouds in her lobby. One of them attacks her, but then dissipates. So here she is in the suit, and you say this is a reference to yeah, the man. So this is like the the final video. Well, there was supposed to be another one, and then they had to like switch gears because of COVID. But the final video from this album cycle is the man when she's in real uh-huh. drag. She like gets a full prosthetic makeup with a beard and everything, and she does like a full Wolf of Wall Street thing. So oh, this really? is oh, just her kind of winking at that coming down the line. Okay. But this also so here this so she comes out and she's surrounded by 
like six or seven dancers and they actually grab her mm -hmm. and then like manipulate her in like a dance mm -hmm. move which i think reinforces my opinion that she is not a good she's dancer not a good that's dancer. like not she's, in her skill set that was not not something she ever thought she needed to have and then people were like if you're gonna be in pop you gotta dance she has this one dance yeah. move that she does in like live where she it's it's i would say like her body is magic and she'll do something and then all the dancers around her will be like whoa like it's almost <laughs> like and it's like her big she what? does that one and she does this one thing where she'll like hold the microphone and do like a pose with it but she tried and then for the cycle before for reputation she was it was a stadium tour so she was like i'm gonna dance dance and so she had to have like right. comfier shoes than she normally has and like a bunch of other things that were like oh taylor wants to dance we're gonna let her dance she's gonna try and then they you know they give her as much help as they can yeah just... and you can see like they're the the heavy lifting is all done by the the army <laughs> of dancing extras behind her where you're like you're so mad mesmerized by the large Busby Berkeley <laughs> nature of of the spectacle that's happening behind you that you're not really focusing on the fact that this woman is barely moving and all the shots of her dancing yeah it's like chest up it's, it's zoom, not, you're like the legs are not involved dancing. in any of these shots it's a yeah. very Steven Seagal way of like <laughs> directing yeah okay all right, we're going to do this all in close-up. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. is like, if you're a good dancer, if you, if you watch a Gene Kelly movie or a Fred Astaire movie or a Ginger Rogers movie, like, those are wide right. shots because you want to see, you want to show off the technique. So if they're punching in on this, then you know that, which I, I noticed is like watching a lot of music videos, you can tell which pop stars are good dancers and which ones are like, I am dancing because this is expected <laughs> of me, but this is not <laughs> my thing. And I mean, you know, and it gets, I think it gets progressively worse throughout the video uh, in different scenes. And we'll kind of talk about that when we get to him but like so here we are so this is this weird pastel world that's under a dome i guess it's some post-apocalyptic world where we have to live under domes to protect us from global climate somebody change somebody had mentioned that it was a chrysalis that this whole little bright color town was in a chrysalis and that's it, it itself was going to turn into a butterfly at some point like there was going to be like maybe in a future video the butterfly element oh, um, maybe but i don't think that all... taylor swift knows how butterflies work but he's like, oh, man, she's having so much fun down there and all that color. And I'm up here and I'm in brown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so unset to be in brown. <laughs> I wish I had a dance number I could be part of. <laughs> How does she even know that many people? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> She never introduced me to those people. Word. Yeah, very perfunctory dance moves here. And uh, looking at him. Okay, so then he decides to kill himself, <laughs> but at the last minute, <laughs> grabs an umbrella. Yeah, and then Mary Poppins the shit out of this place. He's got some color too, though. He's, you know, like he's kind of like adopting now a colorful life himself. And yeah, I do, I do kind of like this jacket. It's very... Uh, it's very him. Yeah. Oh, and these are her dance, her backup dancers with makeup on, which was very confusing for a long time. People were like, what? Who are these people? But <laughs> that is dancers. also... Yeah, yeah, because there's because he's like oh there's a lot of lame guys out there so her thing is like there's a lot of cool chicks out there his thing is like there's a lot of lame guys out there which sounds more punitive it's it sounds it's like a weirdly controlling thing where it's just like you're never gonna find like, like i don't know me. like you, you leave me everybody's <laughs> right. worse so then this is her on the side of a building with a unicorn like gargoyle so it looks like what's that building the chrysler building mm -hmm. but instead of mm -hmm. being a hawkhead it's a unicorn <laughs> and in the background you can see the lover which right. is people were like oh is that the album title because i think this wasn't this was this even before the album had yeah, been announced had yeah idea. um yeah. so there's a neon sign this is lover and then so she's got this dress which is also a waterfall, waterfall. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so this dress is like, it looks like it's made out of, of cotton candy, but somehow it's also this flowing waterfall, which is a disturbing, I find it disturbing. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, Taylor Swift is known for her minimalism. And... It, well, yeah, I should say that, yeah, this, this is an extremely maximalist video, yeah. but the episode I did before this is all just, is just about the music video for WAP. And then I couldn't not think about WAP in the context of this, of this dress. I know exactly that. Nope, yep, you're correct. Like, okay, well, if that's, uh, all right. <laughs> Uh, but it, you know, but it, it honestly feels more like the the dress is 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 giving her more enjoyment than the men. So, <laughs> well. but uh, yeah, so this is where he says, you know, there's a lot of lame guys out there, and there's all these guys with the yeah. It was I felt really bad for these guys. I was like, this must be makeup, right? Because these are. <laughs> upsetting grotesque men yeah <laughs> i was like if they just i always feel bad for people in movies and tv when they're just like oh we need an ugly person like when they <laughs> are just mason like the whole point of a character is that they're ugly and then they've hired somebody that's like i don't know anyways i always yeah. feel bad for those people but i guess they're getting paid yeah. i'm being ugly for free out here <laughs> anyways but yeah they, they have these very upsetting so these are just the backup dancers yeah. but with makeup on okay mm -hmm. that makes me feel better <laughs> everybody was like what is the meaning of them and then it's just like it's the words of the song guys it's okay yeah, not everything it's, is an easster okay egg, but a lot did of I it miss, is. do we miss any so. easter eggs not yet she's yeah. about to get her kid well i saw this well he offers her flowers she says no she off he offers her a ring she also says no that's about right but then he's got one card left to play and there's taylor's <laughs> he's got love. a kitten and this is her actual kitten little benjamin button benjamin button it wasn't gonna be and then she the they were on set and they were like you know he's available and she was like no don't tell me that <laughs> no. she ended up adopting him. um she, taylor swift's living that rich lifestyle that we would all have which is that you'd have a really big house with way too many cats in it mm -hmm. and uh yeah i mean especially when you're rich and you know you've got servants that can just like scoop those cat box so it's just like you know <laughs> then you just get to enjoy cuddles but yeah i was, I, <laughs> I feel like this was a thing where they were just like we were going to donate this to an orphanage but <laughs> taylor wants it so <laughs> oh wow Ooh, sorry <laughs> orphans so yeah so she gets a kitten which is what melts her heart because she loves kittens who doesn't love kittens mm. and then we go inside brendan yuri of panic at the disco mm -hmm. we go into his heart <laughs> he has a door onto his heart he's it's got like iron man where he's got like a fake heart mm -hmm. that you can open mm -hmm. up <laughs> so taylor swift is in the mcu that's confirmed yep, that's, that's <laughs> yeah exactly oh actually there's a um, thing in i never watched this movie but there's a um there's an x-men movie where she there's an album where she plays dazzler which is an x-men i don't know how much you know about the x-men a little bit i know yeah. about dazzler you know about dazzler mm -hmm. where it's just a it's just an easter egg where it's like they're looking at a dazzler album and it's taylor swift's <laughs> face on there and Perfect. I was like, ooh, I kind of I want that Taylor Swift musical Dazzler <laughs> <laughs> superhero movie. Yes. I keep waiting for somebody to make the musical superhero movie. Like, yeah. so, come on, Marvel, get on that Dazzler Taylor Swift musical. Anyways, so. It's the 60s in here. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, his heart's in the 60s. <laughs> Which, which means it's actually quite racist. Oh. <laughs> Some very problematic. Dream version of <laughs> yeah, and again, bad dancing. So she's doing dance moves that you know that white people mastered in the '60s, yeah. mm -hmm. which is the monkey and the twist. <laughs> people are losing their mind over it. Though. I know, right? <laughs> this is yeah. This is back in the '60s where you could do the monkey and people would just like fucking shit their pants. <laughs> Spelling is fun. Oh my god, they they took this out of the album, the final version. They don't. Oh say thank the god, because I hate skit. this. I hate this sucks when and whenever taylor swift has a little skit in her songs it drives me up the wall i can't stand it like in um, shake it off when she's like yes. hey 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 like no you sh and you sing <laughs> shut up Bad and taylor. sing how about no. that yeah <laughs> don't no. no put it down no yeah this is this is fucking ridiculous it's so terrible <laughs> 
And, <laughs> you know, this is like the second Sesame Street reference in this song, too, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, this, so this is the marching band. There's no I in team, but there's a me. Two boys kiss, but they almost cut it out. When they Where go on this rainbow, kiss? these two boys will come up and they'll just like kiss right in front of them. <laughs> Hold on. It's like oh, right I... when they're yeah, running and then Ooh. They, they cut. Yeah. They just <laughs> almost didn't. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this is where the bad dancing reaches its real apex. This is my favorite part of the whole video. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I think it's cute. Do the slap on the back of the boots. That's my the favorite slap part. on the boots is pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> so just the two of them on a floating platform, which is not bad. I have no idea where they're supposed to be here. They're this, in the rainbow. Just... They're up oh, in the they're rainbow. In the rainbow. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, they sl they slid into a, a side dimension. <laughs> they're doing some boot stomping, and oh man. God. <laughs> It just looks this like something day. from High School Musical. Like it just looks like two theater yeah, kids. It does. It does feel very hands. much like <laughs> we it, put down. A, we put together a dance number for this song. <laughs> We're gonna do it at the talent show. I'm gonna yeah. And then oh, the boot slapping is nuts. I that that blows my mind. Anyways, the, I just like you could hire professional choreography. <laughs> They did. I'm, I'm certain they did. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm also kind of certain that it was like, Taylor's got some ideas. <laughs> so, well, she directed this. So, she did. Like, yeah. You know. She is very much in control of this vision. And uh, it, it upsets me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's some things. Well, okay. So this is the, the part of the video that I find the most upsetting. Okay. Is that, so they're on the street. He's making colorful explosions of paint. Mm -hmm. It looks like happened just magically. They're just bursting out of windows and, and just out of midair. And then she has this dress that is just like an endless cascade of like paint like this thick mm -hmm. toxic it's like got the consistency of melted ice cream yeah. it's just like it's just the thickness of it i find upsetting <laughs> i don't know how do you feel about you know i at the time when this came out i remember being like what is this and then now the more yeah. i watch it i'm like oh, it's cute I don't know. It's just cute. And they have money. Why not use some digital effects? And then, you know, again, if we're going to do what I do on Tadar, this, the rainbows and she's under an umbrella. Like there's all, it's a lot of, there's a lot of iconography here that's like alluding to like the LGBT community and like all this kind of, and right. she mentions it in her documentary when she's talking about what she wants to do with this song with Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco. She says like, oh, it's going to be, so for you, it's going to be a lot of musical theater and it's going to be a lot of emo kids. And for me, it's going to be like country western boots and uh a pride parade all the things that make me me and like all and he, like you're like what 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 no what, what? <laughs> and so it's just a really notable thing and then they just wanted yeah. a lot of color and yeah, go they, for it. they went for it i mean it is it's a lot of color it, yeah it's i don't know i just it, it seems like a mess um but <laughs> it seems messy so messy to clean up it's the Taylor, food why fight you make such from a hook as a dress yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. Is her hair turning a color, yeah. too? Yeah, during that, oh. she had, and you can see in some of the um, other promo for this video, she would switch it between oh, yeah. pink and blue. And so, yeah, and then that's the end of the video with the just tons of paint just ruining that street <laughs> in Transylvania, wherever the hell that place is supposed to be. I am only going to call it that from now on. Transylvania, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. where it is. Boy, I really wish Babe Pig in the City would have been <laughs> Here's the thing about Taylor Swift. Like, now I know the breadth, the width and breadth of her different, various and sundry interests. I bet if you were like, how do you feel about Big Pig in the City? And she'd be like, oh, my God, I've got so many thoughts on that. <laughs> Can I say better than the original? Just a masterpiece. I like the pig, but I like the city just as much. Yeah, just I like, think... oh, <laughs> you'd be like, what do you think about Big Pig in the City? Oh, my God, let me sit you down and play my concept album <laughs> about Big Pig in the City. Shit. Yeah, that's amazing. She's like, I've been shopping this around for years. Nobody wants to hear it. <laughs>
Anyways, uh, do you have any final thoughts on me or Taylor Swift videos in general, any of the videos that we talked about? Um, there was supposed to be a video for what is arguably the best song on this album, which is called Cruel Summer, and it was written by her and St. Vincent and then produced with Jack Antonoff from Fun. Okay. And um, it, it would have been also the best video. I'm certain it would have been. And then because of COVID, she just switched over to doing folklore in the next era. She just jumped into it. Oh. So I'm kind of sad. I don't know. This, this, this album era didn't really get as much because there was supposed to be a tour with it and everything and then it, right. all, it all got canceled so there's just a lot that maybe we could uh, mind a lot of lost more, potential but... on this one hmm. did you like folklore i love folklore it was i have it on yeah. vinyl i really and i like evermore too both of them are, are very good and they're both very grown-up sounding like it's nice to have the guy from the national mm-hmm. helping to produce okay. that too so cool. i was talking to my wife who's a much bigger taylor swift fan than me today and she's like oh i hated that folklore album <laughs> <laughs> Different know, tailors for like different a, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a tailor for every every tailor. Oh, I was going to say about St. Vincent. I once almost saw St. Vincent get killed oh. at a concert. It was pretty great. <laughs> anyway. What happened? Um, what happened when... uh, we were at a St. Vincent concert, and she thought it would be pretty rock and roll to climb a speaker stack that apparently no one had secured. St. Vincent. And, and, and so she fell. So some speakers fell on top of her. And it was very awkward for a while because the band kept playing mm-hmm. and it seemed like she was just laying on the stage unattended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were all like, should we do something? Like, if this was serious, the band would certainly stop playing, right? <laughs> and uh, and somebody came over, I don't know, like a roadie came over and poked her with a broom or something and she was fine. <laughs> she continued thinking. <laughs> like the manager of the, of the theater came out and was like, hey, you got 30 more minutes, you got to play. <laughs> Get up out of there. Get just scrawny art rock right up there. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, it was, we were all glad that she she lived, but at the same time, I was like, well, that would have been pretty cool if we were at the concert where St. Vincent died. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be a saint while you're still alive, St. Vincent. Anyways, amazing concert all around. Sarah, thanks so much for bringing your Taylor Swift expertise and conspiratorial mind to my podcast. Let's pick <laughs> been... let's pick another three and we'll do it again some other time because there's, yeah. there's so much. There's I know, so much, that's, that's so. been amazing. And we got into the conspiracies and the rumors and the imagery. I don't know. It just Now it feels like the whole world is just Taylor Swift's art project and we just <laughs> live in it is taylor I swift mean... banksy that's what i'm asking right now <laughs> i don't know none of my uh, music sounds like massive attack so i don't <laughs> oh yeah that's fair <laughs> it turns out taylor swift was also a massive attack no, we didn't wow. even know the whole time <laughs> richard dean anderson was in all the videos oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it turns out richard dean anderson was taylor swift the whole time oh my Sarah, thanks so much. Uh, is there anywhere that people can follow you, can check you out online or otherwise? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the easiest way is to go to my website, which is Sarah K, S-A-R-A-H, Sarah with an H, K, comedy.com. Sarah K, comedy. Wouldn't that be funny if it was like all that, like Sarah with an H? And No, it's just Sarah K, comedy.com. <laughs> Normally, um, you can't get 100 character you, you like website but um, yeah. <laughs> you pay extra for it yeah it's comedy dot sarah with an h slash uh dot com no i just sarahkcomedy.com and then you can find all my socials okay. and everything that's great that and too. uh and check out tadar mm-hmm. there's 13 if you love listening to people talk about taylor swift if you love listening to sarah talk about so you, she's <laughs> obviously very uh knowledgeable check out tadar and yeah and you can find out more about all of taylor swift's secrets is she part of the illuminati Find out on Tadar. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Sarah. That's, this has been an amazing conversation. Have a great day. Yeah, Bye.